Michael Waugh, Melbourne-based award-winning singer and songwriter, recently released his latest outstanding single, which you've just heard, Dirty River. And uh, the track debuted at number 19 on the Country Songs Top 40 Australian Airplay chart. And it's off uh, his uh, fourth album that's due for release in August. Something I'm certainly looking forward to with great anticipation. Now, Michael has been acclaimed as one of this country's finest songwriters and lauded for his vivid stories of uniquely Australian places and characters uh, that are told in an accent that is idiosyncratically ours. Uh, while his uh, three, first three albums focused on Gippsland's dairy farming communities, in Dirty River he turns his pen to urban spaces in Melbourne, which might be the protagonist in his, this emotionally resonant narrative, but all Australians will identify with those rivers that run through the hearts of their capital cities. Michael uh, truly has a gift of being able to create stories in song that remind listeners of their own streets, towns, pubs, beaches and homes. In um, And I'm sure that Dirty River, which of course refers to Melbourne's iconic era, will appeal to listeners all across the country. His previous albums, uh, The Asphalt and The Oval, won 2018 Age Music Victoria Awards Best Folk and Roots Album, and debuted at number three on the Australian Independent Records charts and number six on the iTunes Country Charts. And 2016's What We Might Be that received the Golden Guitar Award nomination in 2017 and won Best Country Album in 2016, plus The Weir that gained some notable praise from none other than Shane Nicholson, who described it as another masterclass in songwriting from Michael Waugh. Uh, Eric Bogle, no uh, lesser personality than uh, Eric Bogle, described it as a, a lyrical and musical tour de force and went on to say Michael's songs have few equals in the current Australian music scene. I have no doubt whatsoever that his latest offering will rightfully earn him a similar or even greater level of success. I had the memorable pleasure of Michael's company as a studio guest back in July of 2019. And I had a great chat with him on the phone in June of last year, and I'm genuinely delighted to be able to catch up with him again this Arvo on the Country Club. He's on his way to a gig at the at the moment, apparently, and uh, I think he's kind enough to uh, pull over to the side of the road to be able to have a talk with me. So let's bring him on air right now. Hello, Michael. Are you there? I'm, I'm here, Harry, and I have pulled over on the side of the road. Oh, you're a gem, mate. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for playing the song. It um, means a lot to me that you did that. Oh, it means a lot to me, mate. That that song absolutely resonates with me. I've, uh, you know, I was born and raised in Melbourne, and it's um, it's my favourite place. I've travelled, you know, widely, and I've always, always looked forward to coming home to Melbourne. And uh, it really is my favourite place in the entire world. And uh, you've you've told the story of Melbourne in a matter of a couple of minutes or three minutes and you've done an excellent job of it as always and you know you've managed to bring a tear to my eye when i listen to that song oh wow oh, so. thanks harry that, that means a lot yeah I, I, I mean i i um you know we my parents used to call it the big smoke or you know, yeah and and, and it, but i've lived here now for over 30 years and like you like when 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 that place gets into your your heart you can mm, it, it, there's no other place that feels like home in quite the same way. So, yep. yeah, I, I, I'm really proud to be a Melbourneian, and I'm, I'm 
also really happy that that's reminded you of your home too. So, yeah. Oh, it has. Like I said, I grew up here and, you know, uh, my fondest memories, I saw the I saw the Beatles at Festival Hall in 1964 and, you know, yeah. uh, all those big milestones in my life have happened right here in uh, in Melbourne. Yeah, I don't know that they've updated um, Festival Hall since 1964, so I just... <laughs> 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 it's a place for music too. I was out seeing some friends last night at the at the Lomond, which is like one of my favourite pubs in Melbourne, right? just across the road from um, just down Nicholson Street. Yep. And and I was just... Uh, I, I bloody missed it, getting out and experiencing you know, arts and culture around Melbourne because it really is the heart of, you know, music and oh, the comedy festivals on in Melbourne at the moment. So I'm right. out enjoying quite a bit of that too. And, uh, yeah, I just, just love my city. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page. And, and I know you come, you're originally from Hayfield in Gippsland, and, yeah. uh, but as you said, you've lived here for 30 years, so uh, obviously the place has got into your blood. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of, I think when I started writing, I wanted to uh, I'll tell those stories about where I came from. And you know, Hayfield Girl was, was one of the first songs where yep. I really found my voice as a writer. And, 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 and really, when I say found my voice, like it literally was about, you know, singing in my own accent. Because yep. prior to that, I was kind of doing, I think, what lots of young musicians do, which is you start to sing and play in the style that you hear on the radio that, mm-hmm. that's popular, which is tends to be American. Um, yep. And and it was really, Hayfield Girl was the first song really where I think I found how to talk about where I came from and and to tell it in the accent of the, you know, because the, the, um, that sound, the Australian accent, that's the that's the music of every person that I love. So, yep. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where I started really, really writing. Yeah. Um, and 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 then like a lot of those first three records was about where I came from in Gippsland and telling that story. Um, but but yeah, Dirty River was written during COVID, where I was stuck in Melbourne and and there was, <laughs> there was not much else to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it it I mean, I, you know, COVID's got a silver lining, and and one of them. Well, several silver linings, and and one of them is the the amount of great songs that have been coming out from people, you know, great songwriters such as yourself, um, you know, who have been stuck in their bedrooms with nothing else to do but write songs, and right, you know, the, and and they're starting to to hit the airways now, and it's just amazing the wealth of uh, the wealth of talented stuff that's been you know being released at the moment, um, you know, thanks to COVID, um, so. Yeah. Uh, it, it's great, but uh, you know, getting back to this, I, I have to mention this. Uh, getting back to this uh, singing in an accent, American accent. Um, you know, when I first started playing in bands, like back in the sixties, um, I, I, I found myself in this band with a Scottish lead singer, and, and he had the he had the broadest Glasgow accent that you could possibly come across, and to to the point where we could hardly understand him. But when he started singing. It was a genuine American accent, <laughs> and suddenly we could understand him. You know, it was uh, yeah. So you know, I take your point about the accent, but mate, kudos to you for you know singing in an Australian accent, and uh, there's more and more of that happening. So yeah, um, it's it's good to it's good to hear. Uh, it really is. You know, he- hearing songs about Australia in our own idiosyncratic accent, um, and 
you know, more more uh, more power to you for doing that. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's because I think. Gen- like genuinely, there are stories about us that um, you know, and and the way that we talk. It's not just it's not just the accent. It's the way that we yep. talk about things. Yeah. And and I think that there's real poetry and music in and beauty in in those stories. Yep. And but I think we have been told by radio for a very long time that that the way that music is made has this. American accent. Now, if we were American, mm. they'd be talking about the textures of where we come from, but we're not. And yet, still culturally, we've been, you know, I suppose, dominated by by this other sound. And um, I was talking to someone just recently about like how it's even Australian hip hop artists was the first uh, like I I really love because they they do they talk about the textures of of. You know, inner city Frankston, in, mm. in in a way that is genuine and real, and 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 someone from America would not be able to make hide nor hear of what they were saying. But it's it doesn't matter because no. they're they're telling their story. So yeah, yep. that's that's what I love. That's what I love about people like John Schumann, and, yep. um, and John Williamson, and and, you know, and and Paul Kelly, and those guys who are you know telling the stories of us too. Yeah, and and I would include. Uh, um Oh, um, oh, the sunny cowgirls. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They, uh, you know, they. I mean, people tend to dismiss them, but um, they they sing. They all of their songs that I've got anyway. They, they sing it in a typically Australian accent, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I, again, I favour them because of that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I start, Sarah Stora, Luke, Luke O'Shea, all all of those guys. They're, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, strong tradition of it coming through, which is which is lovely. Because honestly, I think because of the radio and music that I heard when I was growing up, I didn't I didn't often hear it. Mm. I did hear lots of Dolly Parton, and yep. he would tell that story, which I which I loved. Because mm-hmm. I, but I, it was like I kind of feel like parts of Tennessee are very familiar to me. Just <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the way that she told that story. Yeah, it was like I. I but I want to tell our story, and yep. I think those guys do too, which is great. Yep. And you know, and and I'm as I said, I'm I'm glad to hear a growing number of Australian artists, not only in country but in other genres as well, mm-hmm. uh, adopting an Australian accent. And um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I do think that's important. You know, from a cultural point of view, um, definitely. You know, um, that that we start to recognise our own innate talent uh, in this country, of which we are enormously blessed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so... Uh, Heading down to this show at the moment with um, Christian Mitzi and Charles Jenkins, Jenkins uh, just, and, and next weekend playing with um, Eric Bogle, you just kind of mentioned him before, Yep. and um, and Felicity Urquhart and Josh Cunningham, and it's like, oh, I just go far out. I get to, um, I get to sit... On stage or side of stage with those people, it's yeah, I, in the house, it's uh, it's it's amazing. So I, I envy you so much, I really do. Yeah, well, thank God for the end of COVID, so that we yeah. can get out and do it again. Yeah, well, um, I think uh, next next Saturday, I think um, I'm pretty sure there's the the Gippsland uh, Country Music Festival, and that's got a stellar lineup. You know, uh, Lee Kernigan and uh, I think uh, 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 Urquhart is there as well. And, uh, um, you know, so many um, really great Aussie artists, you know. And, uh, 
I wish I could get there, but I don't think I'll be able to. But anyway, on on the subject of um, uh, of gigs, you've got quite a few coming up, um, and I might just run through them here so people know. Uh, April twenty three at the Warrigal Performing Arts Centre. April twenty four at the Wedge in Sale. April twenty five. Wow, three in a row at the Caravan Club in Archie's Creek. That's been sold out. Oh, mate. And then um, we, we skipped to August uh, 28 and 29 at the Gimpy Music Muster in Queensland. Uh, September 2 at the Mimo Music Hall in St Kilda. Uh, September 3 at uh, Music on the Hill in Red Hill in Victoria. Uh, September 11 at uh, Live on the Bundy in uh, Bandala, Bandalagua. Thank you, are. Yep. Bundy at the Bundy Hall, mate. It's uh, it's just down down near where I grew up, so okay. it's going to be fantastic. That's with Shane O too, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, and that's also sold out. I might mention. Um, and uh, you got several more in Daniloquin and Warcope in New South Wales, plus Bundaberg, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Neil's Neil's Flat in South Australia. Uh, did I leave any out? Uh, there's a couple. There. There's a couple. Of, there's one up in Macedon on the eighth of May, and uh, playing, playing everywhere. It's um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. So good to see, mate. Good to see. I'm I'm really really glad. I'm really really glad to see um, you're back on the road. And I, I mean, I know it can be a grind, but you know, um, the the fact is, you're you're a performer, and uh, you you know you you're born and bred to be in front of a live audience. So. But mate, look, that's, if, if the, the gift of COVID was anything, it's like shut up whinging about being on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Playing in your kitchen with your only wife. Of this <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. Being <laughs> on the road, mate. I, I do have to get going soonish to, to get to this show in Hillsville, but. Um, I've loved catching up with you, Harry, and uh, and thank you again for playing my stuff. It's been great. Oh, look, it's it's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, and um, I'm really hoping that uh, one day before too much longer, I can get you back in the studio here and uh, yeah, you know, spend yeah. a couple of a couple of hours with me um, on the microphone, and maybe play play a couple of your songs for us. Um, That'd be great. Yeah, I'd really love that, mate. All right, well, um, I'll let you get back to it. Uh, drive safe, be safe, and uh, I will. Uh, in, enjoy the gig and, uh, you know, keep on keeping on and, uh, uh, you know, keep on writing those great songs, mate. I just uh, love them all. Oh, thank you, Harry. Thank you, mate. All okay. Right, I'll see you later. Bye. All right, take it easy, mate.